When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Who are you really, and what were you before? before? My Talk 1071 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rap. Hello. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, who is not here, by the way. He's in New York City. Hopefully, he'll call us in the next 15 minutes. See what he's up to. See how his first class flight went. Again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's nice that they fly him first that class. Is, I mean, I wouldn't fly him first class. Man I'll say that right now, anyway. Oh, 10 o'clock, fresh new hour. Here we go. Yeah, let's talk a little music news. Beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the Beat. beat, beat. Okay, this is interesting. Uh, Let's try this again. Lars Ulrich. I love that name. Ulrich? Lars. I don't know how to say it. I don't know if it's Rich Is it short for something like Larson? I don't know. I've known some Lars who are just Lars. Is that like a Swedish thing? I think something like that. Norwegian? Scandinavian? There you go. Anyway, Lars Ulrich. Rick or Rich? We don't. Jury's out. We don't know. From Metallica. Was... (laughs) Doing a, he, he was being interviewed by, I think, who cares, Bill Maher or somebody. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so apparently at one point, Metallica was, you know, the little guy on the ticket. Well, yeah. And he remembers when they opened, when Metallica opened for the Rolling Stones, and they were definitely on the wrong side of the power imbalance, if you know what I'm saying. Gotcha. One day, an assistant for the Stones told Lars and his bandmates that Mick Jagger would be walking through the backstage area and they were not allowed to make eye contact or speak to him. They were allowed to get their picture taken with the Stones, but Lars says, I don't think they fully stopped. They were sort of caught mid-walk and they slowed down long enough for a picture. And he's not even really dragging them, you know, For that, he said, but we are always very careful. I always go and say hello to our supporting acts. I look them in the eye. I ask them if there's anything they need. And you know what? It's a human thing. Mm -hmm. It's a human Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Like, don't make people feel less than. Thank you. That's very very disappointing. Mick, knock it off. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is kind of cool. Paul McCartney has made made his way onto two dance charts 
okay. for the first time in his career. Oh, okay. That's wow. kind of cool. So, um, technically, it's not really new, but um, Kygo remade his uh, song, Say, Say, Say. I love Kygo. With Michael Jackson. Yeah. And it just debuted on the Hot Dance Electronic Songs and Dance Electronic Digital Song Sales. Really, you know who Kygo is. Yeah, that's my genre. Like, that is, that's my jams. Like, that's Windows Down. Yeah, like Kygo did the, um, gosh, it was like the Whitney Houston one. Um, Kygo did like a, a, a sexual healing redo. Like just oh. all these like just anthem songs. Yeah, Kygo did Higher Love. Higher Love, oh, thank you. thank you. Was, yes. it was, yes. Oh, that was good. Oh, can we listen to it? We absolutely can. Okay, here and we it, go. It, it's just, oh, you have it already? Yes! This is, uh, once a day I listen to this song. Literally once a day. Usually yelling at a shrug. Think about it. There must be a higher Okay, so wait a second. Here. This is my music. This is the stuff in my head. Okay. I didn't know Whitney Houston ever recorded this song. Yes. This is a Steve Winwood song. Yep. You didn't know she did Higher Love? No. What? Never heard this version ever. I mean, just her. I know that this is a remix and everything. Yeah. yeah. Never heard this. You wow. no wait. Wait till the chorus. Couple more I seconds. I know this. I know this. Yeah, Look. but you're gonna recognize her chorus of this. Here we go. No. No. Mm. I only know the Steve Winwood version. This is giving me life on a Wednesday, oh, rainy wow. Wednesday. And I can't actually find Steve her. I th- no, no, no. I think what happened is this might have been like recorded, but then never released. Okay. And then actually after her passing, they yeah. worked it out and Kygo took this audio and worked it into it. Okay. So I don't think she actually by oh, herself, it herself. Co- covered then it. Then you're right. So you're, then you're high. <laughs> <laughs> on life. Okay. And I like because it. Because like of this music. All right. This song is my, this is like my anthem right now. Like, it just keeps me oh, going, makes so me nice. feel good. To the, go, go, you know, going to the is gym, it, okay, rocking so and rolling. I got to ask you something. Ah. Are you more of a lyrics guy, or is it the, like the way the song sounds that No, I like, lyrics are very important to me, and it's okay. got to be like the up, it's got to be positive. Okay. It has to feel at least kind of positive okay, and up, it's, uplifting. Okay, because it's a little, you know, churchy. I like that. It's, you know, it's about God. I ain't got no problem with that. She apparently recorded it in 1990, sang it during a concert in Tokyo, then re-recorded it for the album I'm Your Baby Tonight, but then never officially released it because the album wanted to go, the label wanted to go in a different direction. Oh. So it was recorded, just never released. All right. Now I I have to find out when Steve Winwood released his Mm -hmm. because it's just an interesting, and I know that she's a gospel singer and all that. Oh, sure. Yeah, her whole, the roots of right. her you know, so musical career were there in church. Um, right. Gosh, what year did that come out? Higher Love, 1986. Okay, so four years after he released it. And I, yep. I'm i pretty sure that was a number one song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it had to be. That was such a great song. Such a good song. You know, and kudos to you, Donna Valentine. For, Thank you. Yes. You called that because I didn't. I just like, oh yeah, she did this song because this right now is so ingrained in. Got it. You're this, my best friend. I love this song. Can we just play this on repeat for the rest of the hour? <laughs> Probably not. Until Steve calls. <laughs> Until Steve calls. Hopefully he will call. Woo!
Steve is supposed to call from New York, but uh, mm-hmm. who knows? You got more music stuff? Oh, yes. How about the new Foo Fighters song? Yep, we've hey. got the new Foo Fighters song. I listened to it, Sample and it. I don't believe I caught any swears, so we should be good. Here okay. we go. It's very Foo Fighters. And again, this is the first single they've released since the passing of Taylor Hawkins. Mm. It's too music heavy for me. It's a little screamy for me. Like, I don't know. Now, this is the first single off of the uh, album that is going to be, uh, but here we are, and that's set to arrive June 2nd. So that was the information we got earlier today. I actually, I don't hate it. I hate the noise of it. It got a little intense there. uh, Yeah, it's it's just a lot. Like the engineer kind of could have brought some of the levels down on some of that. but (laughs) everybody's taste is different. Absolutely. Not, I know, I, I you know. truly believe there's there's a place for this type mm-hmm. of music. Yeah. Just <laughs> not on your iPod. Sounds like Matt Cameron by the way is the new drummer. It oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Do people even have iPods anymore. I don't even know. I mean, I don't think so. Why are you asking that? No, because question? I said it because I said the music it's there's a place just not on your iPod and then I said I don't know that anybody uses it. Oh, got it. Do we? No. Our phones are our iPods. Yeah, I guess the phone is the, whatever. Thank I'm sorry, you. I digress. It's all right. Uh, maybe we'll hear from Steve. We don't know. Yeah, come on, Steve. I don't. Uh, just so you know, I don't think he has the um, oh gosh. hotline number. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's patiently waiting by some phone in New York City. <laughs> totally, he's on a pay phone, like in, like some with a trench coat, dodgy on. area. Listen, Harris. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so you watch the movie Tetris? Yes. And you recommend it. I do, but you got to know what you're getting into. Um, and so, yeah, just a little bit of a little bit of a heads up why I like it and uh, what you need to know if you're considering watching. All right. You want to get to that when we come back? I think we shall. All right. We'll Unless do... Steve calls. Unless Steve calls. Okay. <laughs> bye. Friends, it's up. It's Steve for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. You know, Donna and I were just talking about home projects that we have to do. It's just one of those tedious things, but guess what? It's got to be done. You want to do it the right way. Same with your homeowner's insurance. Same with your auto insurance. Nobody really wants to sit down and worry about this stuff. But look, if you take one day of just like going to a website that I tell you to go to, clicking a button that I tell you to click, the process will move on on its own and you will stand to save a whole lot of money, like north of $800. That's the average savings that people see when they change their uh, homeowners and auto insurance over to the Canopy Group. How do they save? It's simple. They go to thecanopygroup.com and then their team of 40 specialists work on your behalf. They have 16 different insurance companies that they have partnered with over the years. Some of these are big name ones, some of the big box ones that you very much know, others you've never heard of before. But guess what? They have this whole group in different companies. They really specialize in different things. So they'll figure out what your insurance needs are and then find you the best match. Those 16 insurance providers, they're going to fight it out for your business. That's how you save big. TheCanopyGroup.com. It's TheCanopyGroup.com. Hey, good morning. We're back. Donna is safe on my talk. 1071. I love when you giggle. 
You're gig- you giggle your way through your welcome back. You I'm know? giggling at you. I know. I'm, I'm giggle worthy. Thank you. You were laughing at me, and then it just hit me how ridiculous I probably sound to people who aren't around me a lot. It's okay. It's fine. It's kind of why we love you. I mean, you're just... <laughs> the filter was lost many years ago. <laughs> It's just no. I still have a filter. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Well, I don't know that you need it because I think the real you is what is out there. You know. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Can I just real quick? I know we're going to talk about this movie Tetris, but I also want to say how much I love working here. Not the filling in thing on the written. No, no, no. Okay, whatever. You've heard me say that a thousand times. Oh, you times. mean just here in, in the this building, building in oh, particular? Oh, that's because, so sweet. No, about the the the. It, this looks like. An alternate universe out in the hallway out here. Oh, there's some painting going on. Well, and there's like plastic sheets and there's like ropes and hoses. But the best part. (laughs) Ropes and hoses. I don't know what it all is. But but the, the best part about it is, is that everyone in this building like is just so like. Like everything's down to the second broadcasting. It's on. We got to go. Like I'm up here. It's like the. This is an exaggeration, but like the hallway could be on fire and everyone would just be like heads down, like I'm going to do my thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like New Yorkers. Yes. Any time of day, you're just yes. walking, walking. Don't look at me. I'm just, I'm, see here. I'm, there, I'm just walking down the hall and I'm realizing all this stuff everywhere. And I'm like, well, I can't stop and ask what's going on. I got to just get to the radio because I'm already late. Well, I'm you know? always like, can, is it okay to go in here? See, you're like, different. You're different than me. But how about the time that somebody was okay so i was walking into the building and for it's a very secure building yeah we need fobs and grateful and, for that <laughs> yes we've got gates we've got cards that we have to beep to get in mm-hmm. and one day i was coming in and this lady was piggybacking on my beep oh you can't do that Right. Tailgating. Yeah, she was tailgating, which was, I guess, fine as she worked here, but I didn't know who she was. So I just turned around and I said, oh, hi, where are you going? Like I, I, I you. put my arm on, on her arm and I said, where where do you need to go? And she goes, oh, I work here. Ah. And I'm like, oh, so that's how it is here. Like, I could see someone I've never seen in my life. I know. And there's a lot of people. There's a lot. You hear, but it doesn't for- feel like there's a lot of people here, but there are. Yeah. This that's amazing. You have made like building security people everywhere very happy by actually saying that you turned around and stopped and were like, "Who are you? What are you doing? Where are you going?" And if you know the person, like I let it go on for a couple of doors. It was like beep, yeah, beep, yeah. And then I was like, "Yeah, no." And was the person annoyed? Were they like, "I work here"? No, but okay, I good. I was good. embarrassed. No, you shouldn't be because you did the right thing. Because I'll tell you what, eight out of ten people. Probably wouldn't stop and turn around and question somebody. They'd be just like, they would just assume they're fine. Right. It's like even in apar- good. apartment buildings, right. like people do that all the time. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know? Oh, anyway, thank you. Well, no, I just observation. You know, I I kind of was like running down the hall trying to get here for the dirt alert. And then I was like, what's going on? It's, uh, you know. What's going on no, with plastic? It. And it feels like there's like 13 people who work here, but then you go to the company uh, Christmas party 
and we're renting out an entire floor yeah. of a hotel. Hundreds you know? of people, yeah. Where are they all hiding? They're working from home. I want to do <laughs> I a bit. Know. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. I want to do a, a bit. I wanted to end our show with, what do you do here? Yeah. And just randomly call people that in the office. Great. Right? Pick a number, any number on extension Exactly. Anyway. anyway, I digress. Thank you. <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get, like, the lawyers in the top office. Totally, and they'll be like, what? You're supposed to disclose it. You're calling us before you call. Uh, anyway. Okay. All right, so you watched Tetris. You talked a little bit about this the other day. Yeah, and we didn't, you know, the, the, the time is short on Mondays with my quick little visit, and so I just wanted to share a little bit more about this. Um, we'll listen to the trailer here in a second to give you a little flavor about it, but I really liked this, and I think you might actually like it too. I know my recommendations for you, Donna, fail miserably. Not all always. the time. But mm. this movie, I had no idea that the game Tetris, yes, the falling blocks, you know, on the screen that you try to piece together at the bottom, and when you get a yes. row, it disappears. I mean, you're with me, people. Yes. Um, that came from Russia. I had no clue that a computer guy in Russia invented this. And this story follows kind of the invention and then the drama and sometimes scary stuff that happened when ultimately Nintendo worked to get the rights to have that game distributed in the U.S. And it was just as like the Game Boy was being invented. So handheld games like did not exist. And certainly like Russia had no idea that like the Game Boy was being created, you know. Okay. And so there's a lot of like I love it because of the um, oh gosh, nostalgia. Well, that but also the the interesting nuance about how like they you know the the wording of the legal contract and like the word handheld and was it in there and what does that mean and does that because anyway let's just listen to the trailer because i'm failing miserably sure tetris 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 it's the perfect game it was the most beautiful (laughs) thing i've ever seen i played for five minutes I still see falling blocks in my dreams. Doesn't have a lot of stars in it, though. It's poetry, art and math, all working in magical synchronicity. It's... It, I'm not going to It's the perfect game. Tetris. 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 I don't get it. <laughs> it's a combination of Tetra, Greek for four, and tennis. Tennis. The Russian inventor, he oh. likes tennis. Hazel. Yeah. This game isn't just addictive. It stays with you. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Hank, only ten other people in the world have seen what you're about to see. He's showing the the Game Game Boy. Boy. Yeah, there you go. Package of the Tetris. Can you get us the rights? So that's where the drama really ensues, trying to get the right to do this. And there's, I mean, it was communist Russia, you know? Right. And they're like, it's fascinating because, like, uh, the guys would fly to Russia and meet with some state department official there or whatever trying to get the rights and negotiate this and then you they're like having an in-person conversation just in this government building and then it would cut away and show like the creepy side room where all the russian list they're like listening into the conversation everyone's bugged everyone's bugged oh in russia gosh. you know you can't have a conversation on the street with anybody and then someone's always listening in you know right and just all of the ways that russia was trying to get more money out of the deal okay and, this uh, sounds Fascinating. It was really, really interesting to me. It sounds really good. Have you, um, what did you say it was? Tetris was a combo of tennis and. Oh, you're 
quizzing me. Oh, sorry. No, it just it Tet was was uh, for the meaning four. of four. Meaning because oh, okay. all the shapes have four squares. Yep. You know. Okay. Okay. Oh, interesting. Apple TV Plus Tetris. And it's not a musical, so you might actually like it. <laughs> Could be. I was so my boss, <laughs> our boss, came up to me the other day, and she goes, "You know what my favorite thing of the show today was?" Oh no. And I go, "What?" And she goes, "Matt Belanger." Must have said Tetris about 50 times. Tetris, Tetris. And then Donna comes in and goes, hey, what was the name of the movie again? (laughs) (laughs) I said that's because I was looking up something related to what you were talking about. Sure you were. I always have an explanation. Let's play a game. Ooh, we're tied up. Well, not you and I. Well, you're representing Steve today. (laughs) We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. You could win a fabulous prize. Woo! to find out the topic of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. So with no further ado... It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Yes, we're going to find out how smart the two of you are as we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And uh, today, we're going to be celebrating a state. (laughs) Unless it's Pennsylvania, I'm going down. The state is North Dakota. So you better not say New Jersey. It is the 39th state in the Union joining, and uh, it is National North Dakota Day today. So that's why we're celebrating. In case you were wondering how they decide when all these are happening, apparently they go from uh, the 4th of July, and then every week... They celebrate the next state. Oh, that's so cute. The first week is the first state, the second week is the second state, and they go on all the way through it. Okay. So there you go. That's how they do it. In case you were wondering. Thank you. I, I honestly did not know that. Uh, so that's kind of. Fun. I always thought it was random because I think Minnesota was like, I don't know, a month ago or something. And I was like, this is a weird time. It wasn't when we officially joined, it was just this random date. Well, huh. that's how they do it. Oh, so, that's, I love it. Uh, Sherry's going to play along with Sherry. us. Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. How are you? Yeah. Good morning. What are you up to today? What am I doing today? Yeah, where, do, where are you going? What's what's happening in your life? Oh, what I, do you want I, to know I, that for? Like grandsons. I have a newborn grandson. <gasps> Congratulations. Oh, what's his name? His name is Silas. What is it? Silas? Silas. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, so I nice. love that name. Great that's name. a great name. All right, Sherry, oh. the moment has come. <clears throat> you must choose. Um, where is Matt from? Pennsylvania. Ooh, I'm going with Donna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. You had a one in a 50 shot, and uh, you apparently didn't uh, meet the criteria. So, North Dakota, again, the uh, category today. It is uh, pop culture trivia all around and having to do with North Dakota. Okay. Uh, are you ready? Yes, Sherry, stand by. Yes, Sherry, we got you on hold. and uh, You can change any of my answers when we're all done. And what I'll do is, again, I'll kick the uh, the timer to the side, and I'll allow you guys to just have, you know, a, a 
certain amount of time to answer one. We can come back. We're not going to drag this on forever. But here we go. We'll start off with this one. Uh, yeah, you figured he'd be a part of this. Uh, My Not Native Josh Dumel got his acting start on the TV soap opera All My Children. Mm. But most of us met him, including Fergie, on this NBC drama where he works security alongside James Caan in a southwest desert city oh. that shares its name with the show. Okay, a southwest desert city. Uh, that shares its name with the show. Vegas. Speaking of Minot, this young, wild, and free rapper, songwriter, and actor was also born there. The song Black and Yellow was his first number one hit, but his biggest mainstream success was when uh, he had the hit See You Again with Charlie Puth. Oh, um, oh, I love that song. Uh, pass for right now. Probably the most famous accordion player ever. This late performer was born in Strasburg, North Dakota in 1903. His variety show from 51 until 82 was a launching point for a number of acts. Oh, my God. I was hoping it was Weird Al. It's uh, the guy whose name sounds like Wilfart, Wilfart, something Wilfart, something Will the Wilfart family did you have an answer do you want to go back to number two at yes, all yes i do okay uh speaking of my not this young wild and free rapper songwriter and actor was also born there the song black and yellow was his first number one but his biggest mainstream success came with the hit see you again with charlie pooth i think his name starts with a w and i can't oh god his name right. is oh wiz khalifa Hopefully Sherry is uh, is laughing. We'll bring her in here. <laughs> Sherry, where you've uh, got you pulled back up here. You heard her answers. Do you want to run through all of these, or how are you feeling? Um, yeah, Las Vegas is right. Okay, Las Vegas is your first one. The second one, she took a while, but she ended up with uh, Wiz Khalifa. I'll go with her on that one. I have no clue. And then the most famous accordion player ever, this late performer, was born in 1903 in North Dakota. His variety show from 51 until 82 was the launching point for a number of acts. Would that be Lawrence Well? That's your answer. I'll accept that. Okay, we'll go with that answer. Hold I, on, Sherry. We are going to bring Maddie B from Matt. TV back in here. Here he comes. That was a long time. I know because he didn't use a timer this time. Thank you, Sherry. Please stand by. Neither of you like the timer, so I just kind of... Uh, it makes me clam up. It's so up. stressful, right? This whole segment is stressful for me. <laughs> I have night... That guy in that movie saw falling blocks after playing the game in his dreams. I, I have nightmares about college of pop culture. Let's go. All right. Today's uh, theme is uh, North Dakota, as it is National North Dakota Day. Here we go. Maddie B. from TV. Mm. My Not Native, Josh Jamel, got his starting uh, acting start on the daytime soap opera All My Children, mm. but most of us met him, including Fergie, on this NBC drama where he works security alongside James Caan in a southwest desert city that shares its name with the show. That's hard. That's really hard. So you want Just think the of a show. city. The city, the southwest no. desert city and the show have the same name. Southwest. He's pretty much handing it to like you. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Or speaking of no speaking of Minot, this young, wild, and free rapper, songwriter, and actor was born there. The song "Black and Yellow" was his first number black one biggest yellow, mainstream yellow, success. But then his hit "See You Again" with Charlie Puth uh, was the next biggest after that. I I don't know. 
See, okay. <laughs> I'm terrible it's at hard. this. No, it's hard. Probably the most uh, famous uh, accordion player ever. This late performer was born in... Wait, stop the bus. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> you people are going to be mad at me because I don't know who plays accordion? No, hear the latter part of the question. <laughs> oh, okay, this is right. the hard part. I'm telling you, this is really hard. Probably the most famous accordion player ever. This late performer was born in Strasburg, North Dakota in 1903. His variety show from 51 until 82 was a launching point for a number of acts. Oh, I mean, this is like the thing where a lot of people... I know, but... Prairie Home Companion. I don't know. <laughs> no, All but there right. was... Stop. There was a... I allowed Donna to revisit um, some of these. Would you like to revisit the any southwestern of these? The Southwestern City? Yeah. Is, is Albuquerque in the Southwest? Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, then that's close. All right. Uh, no, stop. Is it like... <laughs> Security. That's the guy that was in Love Simon. I think he was the dad, and I love that actor. Oh. The movie Love James Simon. Conn? No, the, from oh. the first question. Yeah, what? but he was also in James. Okay, yeah. This is Sorry. a complete we're, disaster. We're, we're, it is. I understand why we <laughs> have a timer now. <laughs> okay, so congratulations <laughs> exactly. goes out. Let's to run Donna. through the answers. The Thank first you. one is uh, they work security for a casino, as the show was set in Las Vegas. Bummer. Yes. <laughs> Molly Sims was in it. It was a yeah. It was actually one of my favorite shows. When I don't I was a think kid. of Vegas as the desert. There's just too much going on there. It's its own thing. Okay. Just saying. Okay. That's I think fine. desert. I think El Paso or something. Or, like, or Albuquerque. Or Albuquerque. Um, <laughs> speaking of Minot, Young Wild and Free Rapper. It took her a second, but she got back around to it. Donna nailed Wiz Khalifa. Oh, I yeah. could see. I could see the W, and yes. I'm like, what is his name? And it's the song Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow. That song. You also I, did Young Wild and Free, and then See You I Again. I know the with song. Charlie I just don't know names. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, so it wasn't that hard. See, you you knew it. It just didn't, couldn't come there. And then uh, finally here, probably the most famous accordion player, uh, Sherry ended up getting this one. Wow. It was Lawrence Welk. Yay, Lawrence, the Lawrence, Lawrence Welk Show. Yes. Blow bubbles. What a never, ever. Didn't think you guys would get it because of the most famous accordion player, but the variety show I thought might get it. Sherry, so. you're amazing. Good Congratulations. Job, oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> I guess what, Sherry? No. I'm now winning. You are winning. 44-43. Yay. I owe it all to you. Thank you so much. Oh, I love you both. I love you, Maddie. Thank you. We love you. Go enjoy your grandbaby. Yeah. Silas. Silas. I love that name so much. All right. Have a good day there, Sherry. Michael, get your details. So Cool. um, I'm sorry. Do you know how to spell Albuquerque? Just stop. (laughs) That's funny, actually. Come on. Try to spell it. I, I, there's cues in there. I don't know. Try. I don't know. I just tried. I let's see if I got it right. A L B U Q U E R Q U E. I got it right. You're right really there. amazing. Thank you. You're, Thanks for noticing. Listen, okay, what I've so been I'm, trying to tell people for uh, years. I'm really glad that <laughs> I could help you. Thank you. I think that's remarkable. Um, I'm sorry that I just, I clam up. I don't know what it is. Oh, I did just as terrible. Yeah, but I can't even like come up with an answer that's in the ballpark. I mean, I guess Prairie Home Companion's kind of a variety show, but not really. But he's looking for a person's <laughs> name. See, you you do what I do. I, yeah. I only pull out some of his questions, you know, some of the information from, he's always giving us a clue. Mm-hmm. Like he said, you know, the show was named after this desert city. I said Vegas. When I think desert Sherry city. Sherry said Las Vegas. I don't think of Vegas, but that's just me. Can I give you a tip? 
You got one? Well, yeah. I can't prepare. Oh, oh, sorry. I blew up. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Okay, this is genius, and I'm going to start doing it because, you know, I like to get out in the yard and do a little gardening work. Mm. Right? That's good. You disappointed already. Like flowers or fruit? Oh no! Or yeah, veggies. I'm not like growing food in my postage stamp yard. I'm I just have like landscaping, you know. Like okay. I gotta yeah. turn the mulch and fluff the junipers or whatever. Absolutely, <laughs> plant some pansies. Um, sure. Anyway, so we have little gardening tools, right? And these things, I don't know about you at your place, but they just end up all over the garage. And then like I'll go and I'll grab the little shovel, the yeah. little hand. I'm talking about the baby handheld. I gotcha. Spade. Sure, and like when you're repotting plants yeah. or working in the yard. And I'll go out and I'll use it and then I'll come back and I'll throw it on like a shelf, not like where it belongs. And I'm really bad at putting it back like where it belongs. So here is a little hack for that. Get a five-gallon bucket, okay? Okay. And fill it with sand. Okay. Play sand. Okay. And basically, you can just jam your tools into that sand. And now... And they kind of stay upright, easy to grab the handles. It's, you know, in one little contained sure. spot. You'll Love be it. motivated to put it back there. But there's more. But wait, there's more. Call you can them. also use, like, kitty litter. Yeah, it doesn't have to be play sand or something. You can okay. put whatever. Because I actually have some litter, and I'm like, what am I going to do with that now? Well, I don't know if the litter will work for this part, but one of the things that you should do occasionally with those tools, because you know how they get, like, rusty and grimy and gross? And yeah, blah, blah, blah. sharpen them. So, well... No, not necessarily. Buy new ones? Can you stop? What are you trying to channel your inner... Well, you're asking a question. You know what you should do, so I'm guessing. (laughs) Put some mineral oil on the tool from time to time, and the the mineral oil, plus the putting it in and taking it out of the little grains of sand, Mm -hmm. kind of is just enough uh, to keep it clean. It keeps it clean kind of every time you pull it out and put it back in. That's amazing. It's like a cute Thank little you. storage That's thing. That's great. That's great. I mean, what, what did you have? You're just going to hem and haul your way to the break? Hey, I'm going to talk to Mike for a second. Oh, yeah, what's up? We had a caller who is oh, so no. dang proud of Donna. They said you have earned your Minnesota nerd card in spades because the name you were trying to come up with was Whoopi John Wilfart. Yes! (laughs) Which is this like old school accordion player that was born in New Ulm, Minnesota Uh and played accordion all around. And uh, yeah, passed away in the 60s. Hey, congratulations. Bob called in and he says, I'm so proud of Donna. Thanks, Bob. She knew Whoopi John Wilfart. Thank you. His name's Wilfart? Yes. Wilfart is his last name. Just saying. Don't test him. <laughs> I think I thought it was like a whole family thing. Like then his grandfather also was a Wilfart. He was inducted in the International Polka Association Hall of Fame in 1976. All I can hear in my head when you say polka is the chicken dance. Mm. Oh. Is that a polka? Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. My sisters know how to polka. I never did. Have you ever touched an accordion in your life? Yeah, I never. My have. best yeah. friend growing up, Dawn, used to play the accordion, and so did Weird. her brother. Yeah, they were a very musical family. She plays piano. He played guitar. Mm. Sister sang. The more you know. Thank you. We're going to talk to Steve Patterson momentarily and see what oh. he has been up to in New York City. We'll get to that when we come right back. Get we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, Steve is supposed to call us. I've been corresponding with him. I don't know. Maybe. I I said, do you want to call us? He said, yes, ready now. Call at 1045. I said, okay. 
Uh, waiting, waiting, waiting. Ugh. Ready? I mean... I just hit myself in the face with the headphones. Oh, I do that every day. Are you kidding? <laughs> and then I get a bruise and I'm like, what happened to my face? This is hard. Because I forget. Life is hard. Radio's, radio's a tough biz. It's a tough biz. Yeah. Adulting is rough, too. Congratulations, by the way. You're going to have to break the news when he does eventually get hit the numbers dialed on his phone uh, and get connected. What do you mean? Uh, you're going to tell him that you're winning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Like a yeah. little brag? Humble brag? Just humble brag it. Be like kind of like low key. I don't know how to do that, though. But I'll, I'll try. Anyway, yeah. So he's not calling. So I will continue with the program. Um, <sighs> so Amazon is offering a new feature when you're streaming. Are you aware of this? No. It's called, um, I don't, it's called Dialogue Boost. And what it does is lets you increase the volume on the dialogue only. So far, it's only on a few Amazon originals like Jack Ryan. Mm. But um, yeah, so you're not getting older. It it is getting harder to hear the TV. Even young people are addicted to subtitles for that reason. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It's the bat line. Uh, you asked for it. Thank you. Warning. This is is this from the Hunger Games or no? Not, or, squid Game or, or squid, what, Oh yes, Squid Game. Well, here he is. Hey, buddy, Boo. Whoa, is that a Stevie Boy siren? Yes, yeah, it is. We need yeah. we need to be alerted to when you're on the line. <laughs> so that you guys don't say anything mean that would hurt my feelings. No, we do that when you're on the line. No, we were trying to. Uh, yeah, exactly. We don't hold back. You know, Matt and I predicted that you would call once, you know, we got into a story. Yep. Which you did. We waited, waited, and then went, waited, screw it. Waited. We're going to move on with the story, and then you called. Did you put a video on Facebook this morning, buddy? Because I thought I saw one, and it uh, looks like you're having a good time. Yeah, I, that, was a, that was a video of uh, my trip to dinner last night. Um, mm. I got in, and I'm here in New York City doing something with Live with Kelly and Mark. Um, I'll tell you a funny update on the sweater here in a moment. But I went to this steak restaurant, and I was back and forth. And, guys, I felt uncomfortable. I said, seat for one. They take me to the seat for one. I am all but 12 inches from someone to my right and left. You know, it's one of those rows of tables for oh, two, yeah. which isn't awkward. If you're a table for two, but if you're a table for one, <laughs> you're now there just auditing conversations, trying not to make eye contact with people. It seems like you're listening in. So I felt uncomfortable. I read a couple articles. I order a steak. I cut into the steak, and, as, and I'm so hungry. And as I finally get through the cut, like the knife goes through, the piece of steak that I cut <gasps> now jumps off of my plate, <laughs> jumps off, goes vertical, airborne, and then lands, I believe, on my shoe and then on the floor. <laughs> One of the women next to me, I just hear her go, oh. And I was like, oh, God, I can't look at anybody. I played it off. Why don't you I just laugh? It off like I would have started happen. laughing. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I would have just started laughing. Crack a joke. You're a funny guy. I'd be like, like, well, I asked for it rare, but sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's good. If I would have been seated with you guys, I could have done that. But I was alone. And, guys, sometimes when I'm alone, I get really socially introverted and sort of insecure and so i was like uptight sitting there and then i cut through this freaking thing and now the steak does some sort of a triple lutz and lands on the floor and i just felt like a total maroon it's like oh gosh this is not going well so did anybody so yeah that was uh that was dinner last night yeah oh that's you survived you didn't get kicked out of the city so that's good what's the uh, I'm i'm still here what's the name of the restaurant it's called the smith 
And the Smith is uh, right next to, I was at the Empire Hotel, right across from, um, if you've been to this part of New York, so it's right off Central Park. It is the, oh gosh, Lincoln Center. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, like right across from like the Opera House and the, the fountains are beautiful and it's all really uh, uh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. So yeah, the, the restaurant was nice, but then I was just an idiot. And I ordered Pinkberry in my hotel room at night, which is the frozen yogurt that, well, I don't think we have in Minnesota, but it was really delicious. So that was, that was, my, that was my night in New York. But today um, we're about to head out and do a story on springtime here in New York City, and it's going to be lovely. Um, oh, Donna, you know what I'm going to get on? You would probably know this. Matt, I don't know if you've been on it. The mm-hmm. Staten Island Ferry? Yes, that's the way to see New York. It's free. Wow. That's, okay. that's I've the, never been on it. That's so the best tip it. you can give to somebody going into the city is just get on the Staten Island Ferry, ride it there, ride it back, you'll and you'll see. see everything. Wow. Oh, that's great. Well, we're going to do that, which is going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, and we're also going to do some stuff, maybe planning ahead for a Mother's Day shoot. So talking with New Yorkers, it's going to be great. Mid-60s here today, yeah, which say. is lovely. So they're, they're really nice in that they, um, they, we did an in-studio interview with Kelly and Mark. Great to see Mark Consuelos here as the new co-host of the show. Um, so we go out there. <laughs> and I texted Kelly, the sweater saga, people remember, I shrunk a sweater. Kelly Ripper said, I'll fix your sweater. I sent it to her. She's had it for a month. Haven't seen my sweater back. She's been trying and trying it. So before we go and record our thing, she says, oh, wait, let me go backstage. She, her her um, assistant had already come up to me and given me a Ralph Lauren bag. I oh. said, Steve, this is from Kelly. And I said, oh, my gosh, my old sweater was in there. And then there's a new sweater that she bought me, which is really nice. Wow. So then when she finds out we're doing this in-studio interview, she runs back, gets the bag, wears the sweater. During the whole segment, she's wearing my old shrunken <laughs> oh, sweater funny. that she was unable to fully stretch out to its original size. She was in multiple conversations with Patrick Richardson, the laundry evangelist from Minnesota, um, <laughs> and she just could not get it. So she said, I failed, and I'm begging you, please don't shrink this sweater. But it was funny, before we went on, they have an audience again here, which is really great to see a live studio audience. Um, and we went and she said, let me catch everybody up on the sweater story. So then she went out and we told the sweater story to the audience off air. And then, of course, when we come back on air, she's there in the sweater. So we have fun with that again. Yeah. And, uh, and Mark, Mark was talking about how much she was working on it. She was hanging weights off of the sweater, <laughs> trying God. to get it to stretch out. Oh and she God, said, at it. one point, I had to put it on a, a stretching dummy, which was her son's wrestling dummy her son wrestles for the university of michigan and she's like using this wrestling dummy to try to stretch the sweater out so there was it had taken up a lot of mental space she said it caused a lot of darkness at her house so she was happy to have it behind her but they were they were great mark and suelos so fabulous in person i cannot express to you all how handsome he is in person it is it's alarming he is very very handsome that's the end of my uh, eloquent you. take on Mark. Okay. Um, very charming I and very agree. handsome. What can I say? Good looking dude. I have a question. Um, yeah. Was the sweater comparable? The sweater that Kelly Ripa mm. gifted you? Was it comparable to the sweater? Original. Yeah. You know what? I actually haven't opened it up yet, and oh. I'm I'm gonna wait to do it at home. It's in this nice box, guys. She like there's like a whole bow situation around it. Wow. And I thought you know I'll do an unboxing back at home. Um, and, and then now, and I told Kelly, I said, Hey, you can keep that sweater. But I had already told her that my seven-year-old daughter, Lila Lou is really hoping that she wasn't able to unstretch it because I told her if she can't do it, 
the sweater will belong to you. And so I said, Kelly, do you want to keep it? She said, no, give it to Lila. I don't need it. Nice. We tried. Um, but it was really great. I guess the last thing I'll say, thank you guys for asking about my physical um, body. Mark Consuelos did touch my arms and comment on my arms. And then I started, I didn't touch his arms, but I then started talking a lot about his biceps to him, probably too much. And it <laughs> probably will have a negative impact long term. But I got carried away in the moment. What do you want from me? It, that's exactly what we'd expect. Thank you. <laughs> Not what we want, but it's what we expect. Correct. Happy oh, for you, Steve, Steve that that's... you get to go, uh, you know, report on springtime in New York. What's that like to have spring? We don't, we don't... <laughs> I think we've got flurries outside right now. Just whatever. I, know. I hope it warms back? up. Matt, thank you so much for filling in today. You do such an awesome job, so thank you so much Appreciate for that. And I'll that, be back sir. tomorrow. He okay. didn't do that awesome of a job. I'll just tell you that right now. Donna may or may not be winning, Steve. Donna's winning! Sorry. Oh, God. Yeah, All right. I see you tomorrow, <laughs> sucker. We'll be right okay, back. Okay, bye now. Yeah.